0: Welcome to the North and South of Things podcast, a show dedicated to discussion of topics important to the LGBT community and the community at large. Here are your hosts, Mark and George. Hey, kids, welcome back to the North and South of Things. This is George in Atlanta, and I'm joined by Mark
1: in St. Paul. Mark, how are you? I am well today, George. Uh, It's really going to be kind of exciting, the chat we're going to have about... uh things going on today why don't you let us uh let are, us know what that's going to be
0: are you proud that i didn't say you're from minneapolis
1: <laughs> yes i am very proud <laughs> because a, i am from st paul that's right it's only taken 11 episodes kids um
0: <laughs> that's lovely mark so we're, today we're going to talk about uh, shows we love and one in particular um vicious on pbs um yes but before we get into that i want to um i want to do i want to do a plug
1: for a movie if you don't care no tell tell me about it um so what is it we need to see
0: this weekend is uh and i haven't seen it yet so i'm i'm plugging it blindly but it's it's um it's close to me if you will um there's a movie called big stone gap and it's released uh it's got a pretty wide release nationwide release this weekend um, and it stars Ashley Judd, uh, Patrick Wilson, Whoopi Goldberg, John Benjamin Hickey, and Jane Krakowski, amongst others. Um, the movie is actually let me let me read let me read to the audience if you don 't mind Big mm-hmm. Stone Gap, the movie writer and director Adriana Trigiani brings her best selling novel Big Stone Gap to the Screen in a heartwarming tale of family secrets and self discovery in a small coal mining town during the late 1970s Shot entirely on location in the real Big Stone Gap, Trigiani's hometown, the film captures the joys, tribulations, and the rewards of life in the Appalachian Mountains. Now, it's close to me because uh, Big Stone Gap is actually in the county of Wise, Virginia, Wise County, Virginia, mm-hmm. where I attended college and worked until 1998. Uh, and it is a beautiful part of the world. Um, and living in the Appalachian Mountains is... um. It's a world in and of itself. <laughs> so I'm really excited. The The town had a big parade and some of the stars, including Ashley Judd and, um, oh, and Jenna Elfman, too. I didn't mention her. Yeah, she's in there. Uh, they were actually in a parade in Big Stone. I mean, it really I mean, like these big stars coming back to this tiny, tiny, tiny little place. Uh, and giving of their time to help promote the movie is is pretty awesome. So, and it sounds like a neat story, kind of one of those feel good, you know, stories that uh, self discovery uh, mm-hmm. that I enjoy much. I, you know, I'm, comes to mind immediately is um, October Sky about um, the young man Homer Hickam who grew up in a West Virginia town and mm-hmm. became a NASA pilot. I don't know if you ever saw that. Not a NASA pilot, but a NASA scientist um called October Sky. Um and let me google that while we're talking. The um the star is somebody you know. Um God, he's he it was young in this movie um uh, and da, 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 Jake Gyllenhaal.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: So he was the a young student in this uh but but it kind of gives you that era or that sense of in the coal mining communities in the late 70s. So I'm looking forward to that should you know, short of um, sissy spacek and uh, coal miner's daughter, <laughs> <laughs> also, which we're all familiar with. Right? All, all. Uh, <laughs> are you calling me a coal miner's daughter? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, anyway, so if you get a chance to see that movie, I think it'll be great. I'm, I'm yeah, looking, that, I'm looking that, forward to seeing it. That does sound rather interesting. But now let's turn to the darker side of television.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, PBS. PBS.
0: (laughs) So PBS apparently in 2013 released a series that I'm just now, I'm once again late to the game. Uh, Mm -hmm. They have two seasons of a show called Vicious. I'm going to read to you again if that's all right. Uh, Mm -hmm. Vicious tells the story of aging partners Freddie and Stuart two men who've lived together in covenant gardens flat for 48 years freddie was a budding actor and Stuart worked in the bar when they first met but their careers are pretty much over and their lives now consist of entertaining their frequent guests making sure that their aged dog balthazar is breathing and hurling caustic insults at each other (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure i got that from wikipedia but it's perfect because it's the greatest description of the show um you've been watching it from the beginning right
1: Yeah, um, I I think it was actually Big Fatty who kind of um, said, you know, you should check this out. And so when the first season started, um, I started watching it. And I have to say, um, that first season, there were a lot of problems for me because um, here we have two very well-known actors, Ian McKellen and Derek Jacoby. Uh, and I, I really think this is kind of a vanity project for them mm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of my sense. But here you have this uh, gay couple who has been together for 48 or 50 years. And, um, you know, I, I had some trouble with some of these caustic, uh, remarks that would fly back and forth to each other, and they didn't quite get uh, the the depth of love between mm-hmm. these two characters. Uh, that's that's more evident in the second season, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, in the first season is like, good lord! I mean, <laughs> these caustic remarks that are flying back and forth, and you call this. You know your partner. So, uh, so now I only saw
0: like halfway through. Now I did see some mm-hmm. some of the first episodes, uh, but I haven't seen the whole first season. Um, mm-hmm. I and you know I don't know. I I I looked at it as sort of the Patsy and Adina of. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the game man <laughs> yeah of uh, absolutely fabulous fame um and, and yeah i didn't you're right i didn't see the love there at first but I, j- I just the quips and the insults i just found hilarious because i feel like we know people like that you know oh absolutely we, we know people who've been in a relationship so long that they can slice each other to pieces and still you know uh, mm-hmm. make nice at the end of the day
1: right and uh, and i think the the evolution of these two characters continues on even though they've been together for so long i i think the the first season really kind of focuses on you know the two of them trying to live their lives uh as openly as possible but in the first season you have the the coming out of you know, Derek Jacoby's um character with his mother. Mm-hmm. And that that kind of sets up um in the in the second season uh where they're able to actually go out and get married. And so I I do like this show because of that evolution. And um
0: let's give I'm,
1: Let's give the listeners a little
0: clip Of what we're talking about this, Sure, absolutely This is a uh, one minute, little over a minute clip From uh, the final episode uh, As you were just talking about the marriage This is uh, a setup to that hold, hold on
1: I'm so excited That you're going to be at my wedding today Mother Now is there somebody there to help you get your dress on Over your hump? Laughter Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, hold on, dear. I have another call. It's going to sound as if I'm hanging up, but I'm not. I can't believe your mother's going to be at our wedding. What do you suppose she'll give us, apart from the creeps? (laughs) Oh, now, be nice. You know how much this means to me. She's been moving a little slowly lately. I wonder how we'll get her down the aisle. Oh, perhaps we could shoot her out of a (laughs) cannon. And don't mention the hump. It's grown another six inches since the last time you saw her. Shouldn't you have her checked? No, there's really no point. Everything she's had removed just keeps growing back. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: i mean i know you can see some of these things coming a mile away i mean they're Mm -hmm. i mean like they're totally predictable uh, i mean you may not know exactly what the quip's going to be but you could see the setup happening and it's just you know it's begging for it
1: absolutely especially uh in the last episode uh with the wedding cake I, I yes, think, I think that is is uh, priceless. That, that's really. been telegraphed in. It, you can see it coming so far. <laughs> Dear Cake sirs, keeps stop! And it, Cake and is it coming. Keeps
0: coming. <laughs> stop! Please be careful. Stop! You're going to stop. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 hilarious. We should say that there are, um, I guess, four main actors. Um, as as Mark mentioned, um, Sir Ian McKellen plays Freddie, um, the former actor. Uh, Stuart uh, is played by Derek Jacoby. And then there's two other, I guess, primary characters. Violet, who is mm-hmm. Freddie's sister or Stuart's sister? It's Freddie's sister, right? I believe so, yes. So Violet is played by Frances De La Tour, who is um, the schoolmistress of one of the schools in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Uh, if you remember the girl, it's the triad competition that they have and uh between the three different schools hogwarts and the two other schools uh she was the headmistress of i think one of those schools or whatever their title is uh and then another character is ash who plays um i can't pronounce his name but he's from the rohan family on the game of game of thrones um and Mm -hmm. he's the one that he's the sadist you know that i don't know are you watching that have you seen that no i i haven't been watching game of thrones it is Uh, it's epic it is epic (laughs) it is but you it's also something you need to start from the beginning you can't just jump into it Mm -hmm. um and this guy's kind of in season four i guess we're in season four season three Mm -hmm. um he's a real sadist so it's it's funny to see him in this setting (laughs) Mm -hmm. compared to this god-awful medieval bastard that he is literally um, and figuratively, <laughs> but it's good to see him in that. I, I've, I, you know, I mean, I've enjoyed the show. Um, it, it strikes a tone with me, Um, but I also can see the criticisms that people have of it in terms of it being, you know, wow, mm-hmm. is this really the best you can do with <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen? <laughs> you know, this writing is completely predictable,
1: but you know, sometimes that's fine, you know? It, exactly. And another thing that I like about this particular show is that it's you know easily digestible it's like 22 minutes long yeah and uh, you know you get a full part of the story you have your beginning middle and end and then you go on to the next thing and uh, you know we like clean stories like that and it is funny and I I think there are two ancillary characters of penelope and mason who kind of (laughs) function as you know these little quips that come out of the peanut gallery from time to time that are absolutely hilarious and they're
0: priceless and she's forgetful or how would you describe it penelope
1: kind of in Embodies the, you know, the senior dementia, yeah, yeah. <laughs> aspect of it, and uh, if Penelope any, if is anybody, actually it, played it, by Marsha Warren. If anybody can make dementia fun, she does. <laughs> oh, she does, and it's like she barely knows where she is at any given moment, and uh, you know, j- just the the relationship between uh, Penelope and violet mm-hmm. is also a scream right
0: and what what was the other gentleman's name he is freddie's brother
1: yes and that's mason mason and, and it's and the the character is played by philip voss
0: and he's the conservatives you know nose in the air mm-hmm. kind of down and negative and
1: mm-hmm. whatnot um and he was also in uh he's known to be in four weddings and a funeral uh, i have not yeah. seen that movie in a,
0: such a long time yeah yeah i need to see that again um
1: wow that is great that's great i wonder if there's gonna be a third season have you heard i haven't heard i wouldn't be surprised now the problem is In revisiting uh, some of the material before season two came out, I found out that uh, there was a Christmas special. Yes. That was from season one, which I have not seen and would love to see. Um, But I am really going to be watching in December (laughs) if there's going to be another Christmas special. Uh, a vicious uh that comes out of season two.
0: And I have to say I'm a little alarmed um as you mentioned actually watching this you, you they actually don't leave the episodes up very long on the PBS website um, I, no. think, I think you have to have like a you need either need to buy the DVD or you need to have Amazon Prime because I think Romo from uh, the Podcubs podcast he's the one who introduced me to this by the way he and, and several friends his partner Alan and several friends were over and they're like oh my god have you seen Vicious and I'm like no what are you talking about and I'm Vicious yes you mean The Office yes I'm, I'm there every day and <laughs> <laughs> no just kidding I, ca- I can't um and he's played a couple episodes um and I was hooked immediately um but he he indicated that you could see it through uh Amazon Prime but it's unfortunate that like by the time this episode we're recording right now comes out you will not be able to see the two episodes that are online right
1: now right uh, right the final which two. is which is unfortunate because uh you know a lot of uh, the things that I end up watching these days, I I get from recommendations from friends who are watching something and they start talking about it. Um, I kind of use my friends as my little media filter on, on what I should be watching because once they start talking about something and, um, you know, we're very much like our friends. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of why we're friends. And uh, I... I don't have to go looking for something. I can, I can tell if it's going to be worth my time or not. Pretty much by the way people talk about things.
0: Now I find that true to be most of the time, um, because there's some stuff I really can't get into. I can't get into the Walking Dead, mm-hmm. and
1: everybody talks about the Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'll be honest. I have started with season five because season five has just hit Netflix. Right. right. So i kind of watching that as part of the season of Doom and Gloom. Oh, perfect.
0: Um, I'm also my relationship with Christina of the uh, Greetings from Nowhere podcast got off to a rocky start uh, when I told her I didn't really care for Firefly. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> she's a big fan. Wow! Of it. I know, you'll, right? you'll never get minion status. No, no it's all—it's awful. Um, no, I'm a minion. No, I did get minion status. Yeah, and, and so maybe, maybe she she forgave me. Um, I should go back and try and watch that again. But no, I think generally speaking, yeah. When when you hear your friends talking about stuff. Um, I, wanted to, I want us to do an episode in the future about cord cutting, if you're okay with that.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, I that, have some thoughts on that because I'm pretty much uh, cable and never have had cable. As a matter of fact, the, the house that I, I live in has never been wired Wow. For cable. Wow. Yeah.
0: So you are like Sprite, never had it, never will.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Today's episode brought to you by Spike. That's funny. Yeah.
0: So, um, I do hope there's a season three on this. And um, if you can... If you do have Amazon Prime Kids, watch. uh, There's two two seasons, six episodes each season. And as Mark mentioned, there's a uh, Christmas episode in the middle of those two seasons. But Mm -hmm. I'll keep my fingers crossed for season three. What else are you watching? Is there anything else, other tips you've been given by people that you're tracking online?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, and i'm I'm really late to the game on this one. Uh, I've started watching Parks and Recreation. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I have uh, a very dear friend of mine who uh, had a recent job change and has now started working for the city of Minneapolis in their procurement department. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, he, he he's at the job about a month, and I kind of checked in with him. I said, hey, Andrew, how's it going? And he said, well, you know, have you ever seen Parks and Recreation? And I said, no, I haven't. And he said, well, I've only seen about a half dozen episodes. But it pretty much accurately depicts my job, my city life wow. kind of and it is hilarious. And it's it's about the parks and recreation department in Pawnee, Indiana. Yep. And um it's so who who who's in it? I I, I don't know. Can't so up
0: Amy Amy Poehler is right. plays the lead from Saturday Night Live. And uh Rob Lowe, right? He's in it. Yep. And what's the guy with the mustache that everybody loves so much? Oh, Chris
1: Something or other,
0: yeah. Let me see here. And I, what I love about it is, it's almost Seinfeldian in a way that each episode is so hyper focused on uh, just a couple of things that are that sometimes just border absurd. Uh, but then sometimes they're like, "Oh no, I could totally see that happening in a small town where there's a political squabble about, <laughs> you know, X, Y, and Z." Uh, but then you know it's it, it does at times border on the ridiculous and it's absolutely amazingly written, well written. Uh, I hate to see. I think that it's ended now, hasn't it? Is it on? Yeah,
1: um, I I don't know. They pretty much goes through. Uh, yeah, there is a 2015. Okay, okay. Some the- seasons there. Uh, the other uh, couple of actors that come to mind are uh, Nick Offerman,
0: Nick Offerman is well,
1: yeah, Ron Swanson yeah, <laughs> and Chris Pratt who plays Andy Dwyer, and Aziz Ansari who he's, plays Tom Haverford. He's great,
0: and and yeah. I mean like literally every character on that show, uh, well known or not, mm-hmm. um, big big actor or not, does an amazing job uh the heavyset girl in the office um the african american girl she's hilarious Um mm-hmm. the heavyset guy the white guy is funny in a sad sort of way um Azir, aziz what's his name the, hank aziz Ansari. Ansari. i'm sorry he's a good comedian too i've i've seen some of his stand up stuff he's um he's pretty funny Um, they all add some interesting flavor to that show. It's definitely, if you, if folks haven't watched it, definitely need to. It's really good. I am, um, I'm back hooked on, um, The Blacklist, which is a suspense drama, if you will, um, on NBC. And the, the premise is that it's a, um, somebody on the FBI's most wanted list for, um, International crimes, frankly, everything from you know um, espionage and um, trading arms the whole nine yards so the The weird thing is is that while they 're tracking him he's mm-hmm. uh, he 's got in on some sort of unwritten informal agreement that they 'll back off his case a little bit if he keeps giving them their other most wanted folks. he actually helps them catch ah. right so now it's evolved it's in it's um i guess third season and it's evolved a little bit in that some of the main characters are now themselves somebody who was working with i don't know if it's fbi or some other agency but some governmental agency um cia-ish um so some of the actual agents themselves are now also on the lam for helping uh red uh, raymond reddington is the is the mm-hmm. criminal uh who's played by oh my gosh he's um from the whole era of the brat pack uh james spader james mm. spader and he does such an amazing job i think he's won an emmy for this for this role but it's a hour-long nbc uh weekly mm. and i think you can watch it online um it, to me it's a little addictive i get into the suspense and uh drama stuff um Sometimes a little bit more than comedies, but it's also a little longer. um, It's it's a little longer commitment of time, as you said. These comedies you watch them online Mm -hmm. in twenty minutes, (laughs) right? uh, And and they're really great. So what else is what else are you watching? Anything?
1: Well, in the brand new department, um, I did watch the first episode of the new Muppets. Ah, I've heard people talk about this. Yeah now um i haven't seen the second episode or any others you know subsequent f- from that, but i I have to say I was really disappointed in that first episode um based they've they've done a couple of things um a lot of the humor seems to be uh rather biting and uh you know backbiting and you know, cutting down, um, which is is I have a real problem with that style of humor, mm. and I, I think you know we're we can all point fingers at some comedians through the '90s that, you know, pretty much that was their shtick. Right. Um, Miss Piggy has turned into this diva who is uh, on eleven. You know, she has really no sort of compassion or awareness outside of herself. Uh, you know, and, and you did get that in the old show, but uh, Miss Piggy always kind of gave way and said, you know, yeah, maybe this wasn't quite right. You know, you got that sense that, you know, upon reflection, um, maybe she wasn't coming from the right place and you don't have that in, the new show it's just that she's the diva and everybody has to do it her way or the highway
0: so is the fact that they're filming this as i understand in sort of a in a a faux draw a faux reality show kind of like the office is is that does that play into oh you're seeing you know the behind the scenes of how they really are that- right.
1: Well, it's it's the behind the scenes, and and I think that works. And this is a late night interview show, um, which is the premise of the Miss Piggy show, and um, so you have a a, a rich um, pool to draw from as far as characters and and things. But you know, another thing that uh, they've kind of done that kind of ticked me off was. Uh, you know, you're familiar with the, the character of Scooter, who is the stage manager, correct? Yes, yes. Okay. In the old shows, Scooter was smart. He was on top of things, and uh, they've dumbed him down mm. in this second one. He's kind of turned into this little kind of una- unaware patsy. And uh, I, I don't think that's really true to the character of Scooter, that was from the old show
0: well surely they're getting feedback
1: from folks about this uh well i would hope so um but you know whether that's going to change or not i don't know but i I did find it rather disappointing and and kind of not in line with the uh the type of humor that you would expect coming from, you know, Muppets Studios.
0: So, this is not a show for kids, I take it.
1: Well, it, you know, it, it's billed as such. Oh. I mean, uh, before the show premiered, I was hearing uh, interviews with people saying, yeah, we want to get back to a show that you would be able to sit down and watch as a family. And... Um, <laughs> Sounds like they failed on that measure. I <laughs> Well, you know, I, to be honest, I've only seen one episode, and really um you know, the first episode is never really great right. on anything that comes out. Um, so maybe it 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 is going to take uh, some a few episodes for them in in order to hit a stride. I gotcha.
0: Well, all right, kids, that's our show for today, shows we love. <laughs> And uh, we kind of love, maybe, yeah, maybe that's what I should call it shows Mm -hmm. we kind of (laughs) love and shows we want to love, but we really can't just yet. So, but that's a big title. So, I don't know that I can use all that. Um, Mark, until next time, have a great rest of your weekend. You too. Thank you for listening to this episode of the North and South of Things. More information available at northandsouthofthings.com. Follow Mark on Twitter at laughing Buddha. That's L-A-F-F-I-N-G B-U-D-D-H-A And George at George in Atlanta. Our podcast theme music is provided by podcastthemes.com